I'm working a little bit more than a half day. Depends what you call a half a day. So <laughs> half a day is for, for some people is for four hours. A half day for others is 12 hours. So when you're looking, working a little more than a half day, that's more like 16 hours. <laughs> seven days a week but it's all good according um, to your phone you're home though that's right, that's right. <laughs> exactly so you're not really you working, right? i'm working from home <laughs> uh, i was concerned one day about you know what if i die you know how are we gonna pay for all this she goes if you die the whole thing's paid off so we're, it's like, <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm worth more dead than alive <laughs> i highly doubt that <laughs> Welcome to the Craft Beer Travel and Adventure Podcast with Living a Stout Life. This is where we sit down with creative thinkers, on-the-road adventurers, and craft beer lovers. Your hosts, Ken and April, live, work, and travel in a 24-foot RV in search of inspiring stories around a great beer. Ooh, guess what? What? Did you know we're on the farm? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. <laughs> We're on the farm... Um, on my dad's farm in South Dakota and it's really kind of funny because he actually just made a comment about how um, it was just sunset and how the colors were prettier here than Arizona and maybe that's true but um, let me tell you the mountain biking trails are definitely not better here than Arizona especially Prescott there are no mountain biking trails here that is totally true even if well, there's a bike trail, there are no mountain biking trails because there are nothing even close. Yeah, and we're actually <laughs> in the southeast corner of South Dakota, so we're not in the interesting part where Custer is at or the Black Hills or things like that. We're on yeah. the border of, like, Iowa and Minnesota. Mm -hmm. No mm -hmm. mountain biking trails. No, Flat. This is, yeah, I mean, you can't even call it hilly. It's it's like farmland and stuff and yeah, there are just nothing, no kind of trails out here yeah. where we're at. So why then are we talking about Arizona? Um, because it's better than South Dakota for mountain biking. And? Oh, and we like South Dakota. Huh? And we went there. We're talking or, about I mean, Arizona. Arizona I'm sorry. We do like South Dakota. We do. But we like Arizona. We like Arizona too. And this week we actually um, are talking to three people. Yeah. Guess, guess where they're from? Arizona. Arizona. That's why we're talking about Arizona. <laughs> because we went to Lazy G Brewing. Lazy G Brew House. Brew House. In Prescott, Arizona. Yeah. And we met Jim and Jean Marie Bellington, the mm -hmm. owners, and Travis Smith, the their rock star brewer. Yeah, legit rock star brewer. I mean, we'll get more of his story on the thing but like he came up through some legit pretty serious breweries like russian river and society in california and a lot of beer geeks will know that but um but now yeah it's it's a pretty interesting story on how he ended up at lazy g and yeah. prescott where he's not even one of the owners he's which i think makes him happy yeah he yeah, can I just think brew. so too and i then We'll get more into that on the podcast. I don't want to ruin that for you guys. but um. They're really cool people. Um, but we actually went to Prescott to find out a little bit more. Well, the breweries, definitely, in Whiskey Row and mountain biking. Mm -hmm. What's Whiskey Row in Prescott? Whiskey Row is cool. That's like, um, there's like a kind of a town square there that uh, has a lot of old saloons and hotels and things like that. Like the palace. Um, yeah, the palace is the... I want to say it's like, I know it's the oldest, the oldest 
saloon? Operating saloon in Arizona and in all of maybe, Arizona? maybe even the United States. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Something sure. like that. Um, it's cool though when you walk in because it has those like, like you're walking <laughs> into doors. old west, you know, old western because it's the swinging doors. <laughs> I don't know that one. Oh man. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood? Yeah, it's oh. an old, I don't even remember. <laughs> okay, but that's what you feel ugly? like. I don't know. Yeah. I forget which movie. But <laughs> anyway. It's a cool little place. Like the dark and dreary kind of saloon that you'd walk into where you can probably hide if you, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's epic. This yeah. The saloon is like um, super old. The bar, I remember um, something like the bar had like the palace burned down one time like a hundred years ago or something like mm. that, maybe even more. But the patrons of the bar and people who worked there and stuff ran back in there, grabbed the bar. I think it was the oh, bar I, top. Yeah. Maybe the bar back too, but I don't remember. But they like hauled this stuff out into the street away from the fire and saved it. So when the place was rebuilt, they put it back in. <laughs> it was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, this has got a lot of old saloon history and that old west kind of stuff. It's not an old west town like a ghost town. No, it's I didn't get that feeling. But there are really old saloons there and stuff mm-hmm. and some really cool old buildings around the the square. Oh, and then like actually right off of Whiskey Row is um Superstition Meadery, which we don't really visit a lot of meaderies. Um and I, I I'm going to butcher this, but if you don't know what meadery a meadery is, it's kind of like a really sweet like honey wine. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, it's honey wine. So super sweet. Oh my gosh. But this, this place was really cool. Not everything though. Not everything super sweet. Most of it is, but they've, they've come out like this place, superstition. Like they, they do a very, a wide variety of different things with their mead. Mm. Like really, really well done. It's, um, it's like walking into a craft beer bar, except for mead. You know, they have such a variety of different types of meads there. Definitely get a flight. I think we actually got two different... You can get, like, the whole flight of most of the menu, I believe, when you go in there. Yeah, there's, like, a, I don't know, super superstitious flight. (laughs) I don't know what it's called. I I don't know what the flight's called, but it was... You get, like, eight glasses, and you get a majority of what they make there, and it's a pretty good thing. But the the little... The meadery is tucked away itself, is tucked away in, like, a little shopping kind of, like, a store. Oh, yeah. Like a tourist store. So you have to go in through the store, of course, you know, like going in through the store, like when we were in um, yeah, Rome trying funny. to see the Sistine Chapel and you go through like, it felt like miles and miles of museums before you actually get to see the Sistine Chapel. Oh yeah. It was kind of like that. You don't you have go to go through, through miles though. Miles and miles <laughs> of store. Not really. No. But it, then it's no. tucked down the stairs and it's really cool. Yeah. It's, it's well really marked. Cool you can find it pretty easily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is kind of odd at first when you walk in because you're like, wait, where's this place? Because yeah. you're in the middle of a it's store. Cool. but. I think didn't it's after cool. we went to Superstition Meadery, we, we, I don't know, there was this place called Limoncello Pizzeria or oh, something like that. Yes. And it was later at night, but they had, I couldn't resist it because it's, you know, Italy, first of all, Limoncello oh. and Pizzeria mm-hmm. and they had tiramisu. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. I kind of want to go back just to try the pizza too, because they had this just, I mean, maybe we can put a photo in with the post on this, but <laughs> there is this like awesome wood-fired um pizza oven that they made 
that's all yellow out yeah. of these yellow tiles and things. It's really cool. But yeah, the thing that made it awesome though is like the this, homemade this limoncello. This is a legit. So this is actually this limoncello. The restaurant is, has start was started by some people from Italy. Legit from Italy moved over here for their first generation Italians, and they started their business here in Prescott. And man, the homemade limoncello. Yeah, the homemade limoncello. Tiramisu. So good. And it the, was like yeah, weird. the tiramisu is some of the best I've ever had, including in Italy. It was like we were in Napoli. Yeah, you felt like you were in Italy I don't in know. this restaurant. Ciao. I don't know how you would say it in Italiano. Ciao, mama. I don't know. Italiano, I had no idea. I picked that up from under a Tuscan sun, I think. Ciao, mama. <laughs> I think it was the Polish guy that said oh, ciao, mama, good. though. Yeah. And then I don't know. So I don't even know if that's good. If we went. Oh, we have not. a story to tell, though, too. I don't remember if we went to Barnstar Brewing either before. Um... We went to Prescott and talked to Travis and Jim and Jean Marie, or if it was after. But regardless, um, it's just outside mm, of town, what, about know. 35, 40 minutes? It's this brewing um, company literally on the family farm. Uh, um, that was before we met with them. Because. Okay. Yeah. Because they, they. They're only open on weekends. Yeah, Barnstar. Star. It's a legit farm. It's so brewery. cool. Like, yeah, you have to go, like April's a. You got. You have to drive way out of side of town to get there, and totally and it's it. not like hours and hours or anything like that. But it's a little bit of a slow drive because you're on this on the old some dirt roads and and stuff like that. Yeah, so especially you, for us, we had to go a little slower because we were in a camper. Yeah, but but they have like horses there that you could feed. You can feed the little ponies that they have. That you yeah, can they feed. had miniature horses. And, yeah, and they have like all these separate like seating areas, um, which is perfect for today with the C word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're already physically distanced yeah, they out have, there, no matter what. Like these like, rocking chairs on the porch of the actual farmhouse, and then other rocking chairs on like a little place that you can stay overnight in. Or I think they had like an Airbnb kind of thing there. Maybe Can't I wrong think on so. That one. Maybe. But then but, they had like separate areas over by the brewery itself, and then. Um, they make homemade chili and and they're just down to earth um like they live out there and yeah. it's the the people who run it live out there it's like you're going to sunday dinner and yeah and it's <laughs> it's funny because it's if if you're familiar with like a rural com rural community you know everybody's pretty spread out like your neighbor might be a couple miles away or half a mile away or whatever and so like at this brewery out there at barnstar like people literally drive from their house to barnstar in like um like a razor or a side-by-side kind of ohv vehicles yeah. a lot of times some people drive up in that or you know obviously there's a lot of people from town or wherever driving up in their cars and, and you'll go there a camper and... yeah and, but <laughs> you'll go there there's not a lot of parking so if you have a huge class a don't do it <laughs> yeah class a'd be a little tough you could probably find somewhere to let them figure it out i don't know Usually they tow their own vehicles, so there's plenty of places That's to camp true. in Prescott. You, you class airs all tow stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. so Just anyhow, drive your car. what I was going to say, though, is we had our camper, and as typical us, we didn't know where we were going to stay that night, because you're right, it was <laughs> before we met with um, uh, Jim and Jean Marie. So, um, But anyhow, we had a camper there. We had no idea where we were going to stay that night. We knew there was some like BLM land around there somewhere, but we ended up hanging out there for a few hours and ended up talking to this guy there who had like a ranch out in that same area. Yeah, he lived maybe, what, yeah. seven or eight miles from yeah. the brewery, something like that. And we, we were talking, having a good time, and, you know, we said, you know, cheers, have a good night, and we both went our separate ways. 
Yeah, while we were talking, he had asked, like, where we were staying that night. We're like, I don't know, some BLM like, land. Like, ah, I know there's some, like, yeah, BLM land along the road here, so we'll probably end up over there somewhere. And so we left the brewery, and we drove up the road, and we found the kind of area we were thinking of. And um, we, were, we were pulling around. We pu- I remember because we, like, drove around this little spot quite a bit to find a level spot. And I we think. are finally finding a level spot. Yeah, and then all of a sudden these headlights are, like, right in our face. Yeah, we were just about to, like, set up. I was almost, I was, like, annoyed because I'm like, really? There's so many spots around here to be camping, and you have to pick this one spot. And it's probably yeah. about 10, 9.30. But yeah. these headlights are blaring on us, and we're like, what the heck? And it happens to be our friend who we met at the brewery. Yeah. He came back from going home specifically to look for us to say, yeah. I don't know what I was thinking, but you guys should just come stay at my ranch. Yeah, and so, you know what? <laughs> We went and we stayed did. at his ranch for it the night. It was very nice. It was um, really cool. His, uh, he was a cool guy, and his wife was out of town at the time um, on, like, a I don't remember, a family trip or something. Doesn't but, matter. But anyway, he's like, we went up, I ended up hanging out at his house for a couple hours. He and shared some of his... He did some homemade tequila, which was really good. It was very good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we just kind of hung out and shot the shit for a little bit, and... And then we ended up spending the night there. and Had breakfast and um, coffee. And had a wonderful breakfast with him the next day and like got to see his property a little bit because he had a pretty good-sized property and they were building onto their house for his, his father-in-law and stuff. And he goes into really cool. so much detail and depth. I know, depth but it was fun because it's like I like that we get to meet really cool people like that that are just really open and... I mean, this guy shared his life with us, like, a little taste of it, you know, just from somebody he met and talked to for an hour or yeah. two at the brewery. And then he's and like, it, you know, you get a gut feeling about people and like yeah. we did about him and he obviously did about us mm-hmm. that, yeah, I think these people are probably okay. And, and this guy also was in security and things like that in his past life. So if we <laughs> turned out to be raging maniacs he probably would have wiped us out pretty easy so <laughs> but we weren't i don't he even wasn't. know what you're where you're going with this you i'm going off so, the rails you, man you always go i'm off going the off the rails everything it's hilarious oh dang it i was going to say something oh this is why i think i've said it before or in in like blog posts and stuff that you're right too like right now people are kind of wondering is bre- are breweries like relevant right now with all the oh, yeah. things that are going on in our world but like mm-hmm. This is the stuff that proves that breweries are totally relevant because it still builds this community among strangers. Mm-hmm. And it allows you to like, I love this quote now too, it allows you to talk across the aisles and get to know people and mm. and just continue to build that community. So, And that's why we always say, say hi to a stranger. Yeah, always. But granted, we did, this was, when we went to Prescott, it was, um, this was a um, this was back in the fall. Um, yeah, when of, we went there, it was back in the fall, so it was before all of this. But things, yeah, you know, like before the whole COVID mess yeah. happened. But, but um, it's still like, like a like lazy G brew house who the interview is this week. They're open. They're doing their best to still build that community. Um, mm-hmm. They still have people who want to who want to be a part of the community, and that's why I think even if we have you know even if we didn't go to Prescott like recently, it's still important to show the community that's being built everywhere, especially now. Oh, yeah. And I think, I mean, to me, maybe if anything else, brewers are trying, 
and, and not just brewers, but uh, people in restaurants and all kinds of different things are trying even harder now because they, it is harder for them to just be open right now because there's so many weird things going on yeah. and so many regulations, so many stipulations and, and you know, what, whatever, aside of any arguments about it, it's just, you know, they have to function under a certain set of rules now and they're going everywhere we've been everybody's going the extra mile to make sure that everybody feels comfortable regardless of where you sit on the whole pandemic thing. Um, but, you know, that's pretty much how most breweries that we've been to ever <laughs> pretty much are in the first place. You know, they're always pretty welcoming and community-minded and... Like all the trails? All that kind of stuff. Like all the trails in Prescott, too? Community-minded trails? Really, they are. There's a lot. <laughs> they are. And well, actually, some of them do wind through community areas. <laughs> Prescott. Oh, oh, Prescott has like 43,000 people. So it's a small town. But within that 43,000 people, there's like 300 trails and just over 300 miles of trails. How do you just know this? Because I'm smart like that. It's called research, baby. But <laughs> It's called Google it. I would say totally community-minded trails <laughs> and welcoming trails. Yeah. Mountain biking trails and stuff. No, there were a lot of really cool trails. Like, I mean, we we didn't spend enough time riding trails there. But that's everywhere. That's I everywhere mean, we go. We go where there's a lot of cool trails. Yeah. Because we don't sit there for two months riding trails. But, like, we we rode uh, a few different areas around Prescott, you know. Um, uh, White Spar, I think, was one that was really cool. Yeah, it's like the mountain biking trails are right there. And I think it was like $10 a night to camp there. You're barely out of town, but you feel like you're way out of town. Yeah, I think it's three miles out. Actually, I think it's three miles from Lazy, Lazy G, G Brewhouse. Yeah, you could literally ride from Lazy G to the trailhead like like nothing. Yeah. So you spend Easy. the night at White Spar Campground. You get up in the morning and you do some really cool mountain biking trails. And mm -hmm. then you ride your bike into town to Lazy G and have like maybe some lunch or dinner and some drinks and then you yeah, walk. Yeah, Lazy G is a brew pub so they yeah. have, and they have really, really good, good food. food. They're really good at beer and really good at food. And then you walk Not from Lazy G down what like four or five blocks. There's even like a little river trail that you can walk down there and then you can get to Whiskey Row and then you can have like you know a little bit of nightcaps and go over to Superstition Meadery and then have dessert and maybe you're hungry by then and have some pizza and hopefully it's not too dark by the time you leave and ride the three miles back to your campground or and you walk your bike back to the right campground. and then you wake up close enough you could and repeat it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah you could you could it's I mean we didn't do that but um you could. you could do it in a heartbeat but yeah Really cool trails. And there was another trail area that we rode. There's a lot of trail areas. But there was another one, Spence Basin and mm -hmm. Thumb Butte were yeah. some other big ones. Yeah, if I remember, I think we rode mostly around the Spence Basin part yeah. of it. It's where we saw the tarantula. Right. Yeah, a little, was cool. like, they were like little tiny, like, I don't know. I, I don't know if they're baby tarantulas or. I, I don't know. Or they're just a small species of tarantula smaller or, or something <laughs> i have no idea i'm not i'm not smart i'm just happy we didn't things. run them over because it's totally cool when you see a, like a, a tarantula like on the trail it was pretty cool it was cool it was cool and um yeah i mean there's just fun bike trails around there uh everywhere we went was pretty well marked and everything too so uh and lots of different skill levels so everywhere we were at there 
had a pretty good range, I think. I mean, we're generally intermediate riders. I think there are a lot of green and blue trails there. Yeah, we can we mm. can get on some blacks and like if we get in over our head we we'll we know eno- yeah we know enough to get off and walk yeah and you know so I yeah I think that's cool it, it's there's just so much about Arizona especially this area like Prescott and Flagstaff and Sedona. Prescott Valley and Sedona I think it but, was Green Valley anyhow you can totally nearby. make a beer and biking vacation oh, here yeah. easily just don't go um now I mean you can go now. But it's hot now. Mm, it's, yeah, it's about nine. What time is it? About eight, nine o'clock at night there right yeah. now as we record okay, this? Okay, you can go now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You're Don't right. Go it's, probably, June. it's probably not the best time of year to be like biking your butt off there because <laughs> you will bike your butt off and sweat like a... Like yeah, me. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe from that time period, like now you should be in South Dakota with us. It's really not too bad. It just rains, <laughs> so it's not too muggy or anything. However, there really aren't biking, mountain biking trails here. And, no, not um, where we're good at. Good breweries, but not the mountain biking trails. And they definitely, South Dakota, Sioux Falls area, mm-hmm. definitely does not have Lazy G brew house. No. And that's where you need to go. I think we've talked too much. Oh, we gave everybody a good insight we did, into about Prescott. Prescott. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll learn more about yeah, wait, Prescott, wait, 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 wait. Prescott Shh. on the podcast. Yeah. But I could see like your face. I'm not going to say it. No, but your whole face, his whole face like changed because he was trying really hard not to say anything about Prescott versus Prescott because Jim and Jean Marie um, talk about that in the very beginning of it. But I watched his face mm. and he was trying, his whole face like something. changed. I gotta sound smart. It was funny. I gotta sound but smartly. That did not sound smartly. And on that note, I th- I think we should just introduce Jim and Jean Marie and Travis. We probably should just let them talk, yeah. and I should um, shut up. And Jean Marie and Jim, they're they're such a, they're so sweet. They've been together like almost forty years. Yeah, they yeah. There they was remind a, us a lot of us in a, yeah. in some in a lot of ways. Yeah. They're beer geeks. They met in a bar, down drinking beer. And, did we meet in a bar? We didn't meet in a bar. We didn't meet in a bar, but they met in a bar drinking beer, and so they opened a brewery. Yeah. So. Th- That's the short story. They're <laughs> going to tell you more. The long story, the longish story is much better, and they tell it much better than we do. Yeah. They're really great. So hopefully um, go to Prescott, ride some trails, and go in and say hi to Jim and Jean Marie. And if you see Travis back there brewing, say hi to him, too. Yeah. They've yeah. been really great people to us, and we love great people. So yep. yeah, go say hi. Here's some great people. Yeah, welcome to Lazy G Brew House. Beautiful. Lazy G Brew House. Where? Lazy G Brew House in, in Prescott. Prescott, Arizona. Prescott, Arizona. Not Prescott. Not, not Prescott. Yeah. We know whether you're from here or not from here. <laughs> so we're trying to fake it. We learned that real quick. So yeah. We try to fake it so we don't it get was on shunned. Radio station. There's a DJ who said something. That's like true. Prescott, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's not Prescott. It's Prescott. 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 Right. <laughs> Any idea where that came from? No, okay. not a clue. <laughs> then we'll just roll right on past that and go. So you you guys are a new brewery here in, in Prescott. Um, how did that this all come about for you guys? Um, just the idea of even getting started as a brewery. Oh, well, we drink a lot of beer and it would be cheaper <laughs> to brew your own. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yes. So um, actually it just came out of our love for craft beer and the fact that uh, we weren't getting any younger and we wanted to <laughs> move on to a bucket list item and open a brewery. 
and uh, we've had this in the back of our minds for a really long time and it was time to pull the trigger. Had you guys both been here in, in Prescott like for years or b before you decided to open a brewery? Or? Yeah, since 2007. Okay. Yeah. And that's so. when we bought this property, which was an old trailer park. Thus, so, the trailer park, park motif we have yes. going on That's here. Right. <laughs> so it was the Lazy G trailer park going all the way back to 1945. Okay. And we bought it in 07, not really to get in the trailer park business. In fact, after we bought it, kind of looked at Jim Marie and said, why did we buy a trailer park? <laughs> so, but I think then, maybe not consciously, we knew we were going to do something with this property one day because we really liked the proximity to downtown Prescott. We liked the setting here with all the trees and along the creek. Right, and we're right on the edge of the, the downtown area, right? Downtown uh, is just a few blocks to the north of us. Okay. And we're sitting right on Granite Creek. And uh, cool. we're at the Lazy G Brew House. Mm -hmm. And it just started to kind of grow at that point. We talked about it a lot, you know, it's like, wouldn't it be cool to do this one day and maybe we should and you know we travel all the time going to different breweries and craft oh, cool. beer bars and we'd look at these places and go yeah we could do that and we could do this and just kept de being developed over a lot of years so how much traveling do you do to breweries now None. 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 You don't have time to go anywhere, right? You're here. You're at, you travel to this right brewery. Exactly. In, in fact, and I've told this to some other people, you know how you, you get in your car and your, your phone will say, you know, it's X number of minutes to go home or to work. Yeah. My phone thinks this, this is, is home. <laughs> and it thinks my where home is, is work, which I almost never get to. <laughs> So what's it been like so far just being, you know, just out of the gate now? How's the reception been here and like, just was it what you expected as far as opening here? Ph or? Phenomenal. The local folks here are so glad we're here. They're, we have so many regulars now, it's not even funny. Um, they, everybody knows everybody's name. Uh, Prescott's a small town, so we really have done no advertising whatsoever except Facebook, you okay. know, and uh, one of the local women's magazines, and wow. um, that's it. And so it's just been word of mouth, and and we're packed all the time. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a that's a great way to go. And I'm gonna go back to you saying everybody knows everybody here because I don't think I introduced anybody yet. <laughs> Jim and Jean Marie and Travis. Uh, Jim and Jean Marie are the owners and Travis is the head brewer and Travis is kind of like pseudo rock star kind of guy right and then because like we when we told people we were coming to talk to you guys over here they're like yeah they yeah they have some fancy superstar brewer over there they got from California and a rock star Travis, that likes to fly under the radar, radar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you do have a pretty impressive background in some of the breweries you've been at you were at Russian River and and the brewery in California and then you co-founded society right that's and, correct in san diego so how did this all come about that you ended up in prescott arizona where nobody knew your name probably well that, until that was, that you was a in. good thing you know i got moved here <laughs> actually physically moved my entire family here and the only people i knew were jim and jean marie so I, I i remember you telling me one day one of the things that you were really enjoying about being in prescott is that you could go wherever you want and nobody's gonna like stop me 
and say, aren't you, aren't you from society? Aren't you the brewer? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's been great. You know, it's all, all that, you know, I get so to just live and go places. It's nice. <laughs> it's really hard to go uh, in San Diego, go to get a beer anywhere without, you know, mm -hmm. something well, happening. Well, be, be able to just it. sit and relax and enjoy your beer. One. With Laura, or, you know, as opposed to being interrupted, you know, maybe and people asking a lot of and questions. And being critiqued on what you're drinking. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, in San Diego, there, there are so, several hundred breweries, I believe, right? About 300? 160 in the county. 160 in the wow. county. And probably a ton more just outside that area. So probably everywhere you go, you're running into industry Oh, people that you, you knew everybody everywhere you went if you were going to drink a beer. Yeah. <laughs> so how did how did you guys get to meet each other? Did you just like see an, uh, well, one yeah. ad or so uh, how they did this posted some ads and we started talking. I came out and uh, visited. Uh, we met together and uh, we actually met together a couple of times. Um, and then uh, yeah, decided that I wanted to get out of California and this was a great place to do that. Had you already decided at that point that you were already gone from society? And there's a long process. Uh, my exodus from society that, that took a, a good uh, six, eight months to do to do that. And it was during that time. Then uh, you started. To so see I knew I knew I was, I was I was I was leaving. So you <laughs> go from you know a big running your own brewery and and like a, a town that's overrun with breweries to one that's just kind of getting off the ground basically with its breweries. There's a new scene coming here. I mean, was that the enticement for you? Like, were you were you kind of burned out on the the whole big I, brewery scene? Or I certainly was burned out. Um, it's a big rat race that became not fun anymore, and here it's fun again. Is this where you feel you get to go back to the beer and just enjoy making the beer? That's all I'm doing. I'm I'm making the beer, and it's legitimately fun. It's open, and I I chose. You know, working with Jim and Jean Marie because of, you know, partially their passion, partially because this town appealed to me and uh, thought that this would be a great opportunity to, you know, continue my craft. So where did the vision of the beer come in? Like, was did you guys already have a vision for what you wanted to do with the beer or did you bring the vision or how did it all come together? Because... And what it, what is the long term vision for the different types of beer you're going to have? Here? You know, yes. we, we we've kind of given Travis free reign. You know, I, I think we when we talk about beers, we talk about a lot of the same things. Quality is extremely important. Yeah. Um, variety. You know, for variety. Quality um, is definitely there right now. Yeah. Say that. So it's like you know, we've always believed if we're going to do anything, do it right. And, you know, Travis is totally on that. You know, he's, you know, that's that's what he's always believed in, I you know, in, in, yeah, in your brewing. And, um, you know, that's translated into the, the beers that we're drinking. And people have been really over the, just over the moon, over the moon mm -hmm. you know, drinking the beers. Yes. The second we walked like onto your property here and you see this little, you know, cute little camper and you just see the way that the brew house looks and meet everybody here, it's like every single place we've always been to is just this community and family. And I can kind of already see that in like the three of you. And just you even talking about like the families and stuff that you have here and how you how you met and everything. It's it's awesome. That's one of the reasons why we love crackers. Yeah. It's just a common to see. Yeah. And Jimri alluded to it earlier, but we're developing that with our customers. 
Yeah. You know, we have a lot of regulars. There is a family that was in last night and they, they come with their daughter. Every Sunday night. And oh, wow. do homework. And do homework. Oh, wow. And cool. she sits and does homework. They drink beers, they help with the homework. They're doing some other works. I think they yeah. both work from home, so they're yeah. doing some work. Okay. And they just hang out. Yeah. And um, we like that, they like it, you yeah. know, but there's, there's a, you know, yeah, yeah, that's the neat part of it. Yep, yeah. Picture on the wall of the little girl shooting, um, doing the, the beer cans. Yes. Oh. So that's our granddaughter, uh -huh. and she actually lived in the trailer park in one of the trailers just signed up for school and was killed in a car accident oh, so anyway and just so that's so, a nice tribute to her and yeah she's so still here a lot of um the, that was the only recipe we demanded that travis brew is our sunshine blonde which is a tribute to her and this is place cool. is usually filled with kids running around and kids and dogs and people is, and is that the idea here at lazy j to keep it here pretty much and not like let's ship around the state and go all over the place. Uh, it's going to be very, or... very localized. No, we're staying here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, They're like my contract said we're staying. Here. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that's you know we're we're a group pub and um, you know it's best enjoyed here on the premise. You know, fresh. it most will probably that's the case do. With all beer, you know, it's yeah. best fresh. I'm fresh sure as a awesome. brewer, you love that idea because yeah. it's you can control. Uh, how somebody exactly, gets your beer that, that is any brewer's dream is to make sure that they can control that whole process yeah there's no this six pack was sitting on a shelf for six months behind oh, a bunch yeah. of other stuff and then you're getting That's complaints your it. beer is so oh. <laughs> so yeah it, it best um you know we may you know see it on you know some local bars and restaurants here in town but you know, we, we want people to come here and enjoy the whole experience here at the Lazy G. Oh, I like that. So earlier you were talking about how you were working this full, like great jobs, you know, kind of probably like the American dream kind of jobs and stuff and everything was great, but then you decided you weren't gonna re retire yet, but you wanted to open up a brewery. Right, so. And now you're working less, more? <laughs> oh, <laughs> depends, you know. <laughs> I'm working a little bit more than a half day. Depends what you call a half a day. So <laughs> half a day is for, for some people is for four hours. A half day for others is 12 hours. So when you're looking, working a little more than a half day, that's more like 16 hours, <laughs> seven days a week. But it's all good. According um, to your phone, you're at home, though. That's right. That's right. <laughs> exactly. So you're not really you working, right? I'm working from home. <laughs> now, we... Um, we love what we're doing and we're just getting started and you know we've had such a, a great initial response and we're just looking forward to building upon this That's and awesome. we're not you know built in building upon doesn't mean doing getting bigger and larger as much as just doing it better mm -hmm. um, you know you know we've already got fantastic beers you know but there's more good beer to come and just you know, kind of just raising the bar each day and what we're doing here in terms of the, the food, the beer, the total experience with, uh, with all of our guests. Awesome, awesome. Well, our brand, our company is living a stout life. And for us, that's definitely about good beer, which we find a lot of places and right here especially. But um, it also means living full life and living with intention. 
But we always like to know for you guys, what is living a stout life for you? Yeah. You can adjust individually. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll, I'll start. So being with Jean Marie um, and um, <laughs> do everything together. And that's the uh, best part. And it's been... <laughs> And Cheers. that's been 38 years, I believe you guys said, yeah. right? Yeah, 38? yeah. Right. Together, so, together. Together for 30 Matt in a bar. Matt or, in a bar. Over, yeah. over a beer. <laughs> and then doing this together. So this is kind of like the next major chapter in our lives. And, you know, I, I don't know that'll be the final chapter. Hopefully this won't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it's what, it's what I'm going to do and what we're going to do. And... Um, Maybe you know, we're, we're, we're loving like it. 40 or 50 years. Yeah. yeah. Die with a beer in your And Jean Marie on your own. As long as he goes first. <laughs> yeah, because the insurance will pay off this whole place. So, yeah, to that point, yeah, it's like uh, I was concerned one day about, you know, what if I die? You know, how are we going to pay for all this? She goes, if you die, the whole thing's paid off. So we're, it's like, <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm worth more dead than alive. <laughs> I highly doubt that. You know, it's all about family. Whether your family is your blood or your extended family from the community or a great brewer and his family, we, um, we just want to, there's where we want to grow. We want to grow that family and that sense of community. And, um, and we have 18 beer taps for beer and the, the beer rest for wine. Too. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> grow the beer family. Grow the beer family. We have eight on you. tap now. and or Yeah, eight. Um, and looking forward to more. I, I, I think, yeah, living the stout life is a lot like, like, like beer. And, you know, there you can make, there's beers out there that are super exciting, you know, that, you wouldn't say that are balanced at all. You know, there, there's some crazy ingredients in there. There's some oh, crazy, yeah. okay, it's fun. But for me, life is a lot like the best beer and that's when it comes to balance. You know, balance of the flavors and it's balance of work, balance of family, balance of fun, balance of responsibility. And that's that's living that stout life for me. I love that. Yeah, that's a good way to end it. What do we cheers yep. to? We cheers to the stout life. To the stout life. Bro. All right. I would say cheers to balance and not falling off your bike. How about that one for balance? So balance is life with like good beer and good like exercise and good work. Work hard, be good to people, but also balance, like don't fall off your bike. Especially Find your balance so you don't fall off your bike. Okay, good. That's good enough. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> don't forget to subscribe. And Buy us a beer through the donate button. There's a donate button, yep. And uh, or leave us a, a rating too on the on the podcast yeah. service and all that good happy stuff so that we can keep going cool sounds good like that cheers to prescott cheers to prescott every time every time we'd love to hear from you so keep the conversation going send us a note share a beer recommendation or two or just say hey this Stout Conversation has been brought to you by livingastoutlife.com, where you can find community and resources for all your craft beer travel and adventure lifestyle needs.